Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in Matthew 24. Remember the question that these four disciples asked Jesus. Remember it? They said this, tell us, when are these things going to occur? When will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Now, remember this, folks, repetition is at the heart of learning. <laughs> so I repeat things a lot to where I can learn it, to where I can know it, right? Remember what Jesus' response was. We find it in Matthew 24, beginning with verse 4. First thing he said was, see to it that no one misleads you. Why is that? Verse 5. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. So the first thing he said to it was to them, see to it that no one misleads you. Then he explains why. Many are going to come in my name, and they're going to mislead many. Then the second thing he says to them, verse 6. Now this, this is a passage that people are very familiar with, uh, this truth right here, though I doubt that they know the context of the, uh, why Jesus was speaking it. He says this. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Oh, is that not something you're always having people uh, say? That, you know, well, there's going to be wars and there's going to be rumors of wars. Absolutely right. Okay? You're going to be hearing of these wars. You're going to be hearing of rumors of wars. And so what does Jesus say about that? Verse 6, he continues, See that you are not frightened. Wait a minute, we've, we've heard something like that before. Yeah, the first thing that he said up in verse 4 that I just read, see to it that no one misleads you. Now Jesus is saying, see to it that you are not frightened. The same thing that we uh, talked about talked about the last couple of episodes related to that applies here. We have a role and a responsibility to see that we are not frightened. I tell you what, folks, the body of Christ is consumed with fear right now. Consumed with fear. And you say, well, this is a different thing. This isn't a war and a rumor of war. Uh, let me just step out over the edge of the cliff right here. May I? <laughs> okay. We are at war right now. <clears throat> okay. At the time of my doing this is the beginning of September 2021. You may be listening to it, and it may be a day later. It may be 100 years later. You know, that's the wondrous thing about this format, what's going on. I have no idea what it's going to be 100 years from now. But here's what's happening right now. People within the body of Christ are consumed with fear, and they're frightened. They're frightened over a, what I'm going to say is called a virus. Okay, a virus. They're absolutely terrified. I had an encounter recently with somebody, and I just... I'd heard enough, honestly, okay? And they came in with their fear-mongering, and they were doing it very, very sweetly and innocently and, and sincerely, and I do mean that, folks. They were doing it ignorantly, okay? Unlearned. Ignorance just means unlearned. It's not a term to be smirched, but they just didn't know. And I finally said, just wait, stop, stop, stop. Wait, stop. That simply is not true. What you're saying right here is simply not true. And there was another person or two there in, in this little gathering, and we were just waiting for, a, for something else. We were waiting for another gathering. 
And, and I had a friend there that I knew, knew the truth about this. And I looked at him, I said, is that not correct? And they went, yeah, that's correct. And then the, the, this person said this, well, I know, but it just makes me feel better. They're embracing an untruth that made them feel better and yet instilled such fear within their life. And I told him, I said, but you're consumed with fear. Well, I know, I know, but I just do this because it makes me feel better. But I said, we're not to walk in fear. We're to fear the Lord and not this type of thing. See, we are at war. When the history of this is written, I am convinced that it is. we will find out. Uh, there's no doubt that the virus that is uh, attacking in the way that it is, notice I used the word attacking, is man-manipulated. There's no doubt about that. Scientists on all sides of the spectrum of understanding say that this is hand manipulated. Well, what does that mean? We're at war. Okay? War and rumors of war. Not a traditional war. Not a war in the sense that they're firing lead bullets, okay? But a biological war. It's actually nothing new. This type of thing has happened through the thousands of years, okay? But we're at war. He says, You're going to be hearing the wars of rumors of wars. What did Jesus say? See to it that you are not frightened. Again, what I said to it about see to it, you're not misled. The same thing. We as true believers, we have the most high God dwelling within us. We are not to walk in fear. Okay, we're to walk in faith. Now, we're not to walk in foolishness. A lot of F's there, right? <laughs> okay. And people want to say, well, if you're walking in faith, well, you're just being foolish. You just don't see what the reality is. No, if you're walking in fear, you don't see what the reality is. You don't know the reality of who the most high God is. You don't know the, who, the reality of who you are in the Lord. What is really being revealed in a lot of situations is that you're just very religious and that you're not in right relationship with the Lord. You're not truly saved. And you're consumed with fear. And guess what? The Lord will use this to reveal to you that, hey, maybe I'm not right with God. What does it say over in 2 Corinthians? Examine yourself to see if you be of the faith. And there's great hope here because today's the day of salvation. You turn to the Lord and say, God, you know, I thought I was right with you. I've been doing this for decades and decades. And I've been praising your name. I've been singing your name. I've been teaching about your name. I've been preaching about your name. I've been doing all this stuff for years and years, but I'm not really right with you. Because fear has consumed me right here, and I can't get rid of it. And the Lord says, today's the day of salvation. Call upon me, repent, confess, and you will be saved. Now, that doesn't mean that we won't face frightening things. If I step outside the door right here and there's a copperhead at my foot, <laughs> I will be doing the snake dance. The Lord has created us. Go, whoa, you know, you get out of the way. But I'm talking about that fear and anxiety that you see in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, where he says, don't be anxious for anything. Don't be consumed with fear that so binds you that you cannot live life, that so binds you that you keep your focus and your attention upon the situation and the circumstance rather than the most high God. Jesus is warning them. You're going to be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. Now, you're going to be hearing that in the natural sense of how we understand wars too. We have it happening right now. Okay? There's always going to be wars. There's going to be rumors of wars. There's going to be uh, foreign wars. There's going to be domestic wars. All of these are man-made. They're man-created. They're done to instill fear. What does Jesus say about it? 
see that you are not frightened. He says that in Matthew. He says in Mark, he says, do not be frightened. Okay, he just says it point blank. Don't be frightened. Luke says this, when you hear of war and disturbances, do not be terrified. Terrified. Now, let me quickly bring what he says in the end of the verse. Jesus says this, for these things must take place, but that's not yet the end. Remember, they'd ask about when is the end going to happen? Jesus says, when you hear these things, don't be frightened, don't be terrified. They must take place. Really? Must take place? But that is not yet the end. Luke says the end does not follow immediately. When you hear of wars and rumors of war, people do this all the time. Something will happen. They'll say, oh, the end's drawing near. Well, from one perspective, yeah. Because from one second to the next second to the next second, you're closer to the end. But when we sit there and point to this war and this disturbance, this kind of thing, oh, well, this is a sign that the end is upon us. Ah, no, 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 no. Jesus is saying it's not yet. It's not yet. As a matter of fact, we'll see more in the next episode down the road. Jesus will bring forth that great line where he says, hey, these are just beginning to birth pangs. Right now, people say, oh, well, this must be the beginning of birth pangs. No, I don't think we're even in the beginning of birth pangs yet. Because when you look at all this, the totality of it, it gets worse and worse. Are things bad in some ways? Yeah. But this is nothing compared to what's yet to come. See to it, folks, that you are not frightened. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll continue this in the next episode. <laughs> Goodbye.